The night is cool and dark. Your warm is padded with soft sand, with small, slow-flowing jets that bubble warm water from under the sand. It lulls you into a sweet slumber, unlike you've ever felt before. And then a large bang jolts you awake. Hey, chums! Wake up! We're catching breakfast! A squall grabs y'all by the tail and shoves supplies into your sleepy fins. Oh, what? Uh, we have to catch breakfast? Ah, uh, what a yeah. pain. Festival's just starting with that my favorite event, the hunt. Specifically, the tuna hunt. You gotta wake up before the sun to catch the best of them. And she's got a big old bag of supplies, and she's shoving, like, uh, picks and, like, hammers, rope, and bait and hooks into your fins, and you grab them. Okay, okay, I'll bite. You see what I did there? Yes, I'm very proud of you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Again, if you, if you, if you, for every good pun, uh, that was a nice pun. That was a good pun. Good puns and um, cool shark facts get you inspiration today. Cool. So yeah, I guess I uh, follow along to our follow follow Squall wherever she's going. You guys going too? Yes. Yeah. And Foxfire, you're feeling a little bit more groggy than everyone else. Uh, not for any other reason that you're just like a leopard shark and they don't have, you know, warm-bloodedness. That's fair. Yeah. And that's a shark fact. Did you know that some sharks are warm-blooded? Kind of. It's Whoa. more like they're able to uh, conserve uh, body heat through circulation adaptations. There we go. That's a word. And it is super dark. Like, the sun hasn't risen at all. Everything's super dark. She's got, like, a little uh, bioluminescent orb that's lighting the way. You guys are still able to sense things around you thanks to, like, your uh, electromagnetic sense through your nose. It's still, like, really cold, really dark. And there's, like, a, just a very nice crispness to the air. Water. <laughs> the crisp. crisp. And you walk outside the castle and far off onto a cliff face. She sets up a folding chair, lays out some harpoons, hammers in some footholders and some metal hooks. She pulls out a long braided blue rope from her bag and ties a large metal hook to it. And she takes a relatively large fish about the size of her forearm and hooks to, to the end of it. And she ties a cloth with many strings attached to it. It looks kind of like a jellyfish. It's a parachute. Uh, she unfurls it, lets it float into the ocean, and it and the hook float up and away. Uh, the rope unspools through the metal hooks at the bottom and stops once it reaches the end, and it's tethered with an anchor that's hammered into the rock. And she flops into her chair and pulls out a bag of blood and relaxes. So, uh, we've got some time before the school comes by. Uh, you want to chat? Uh, how experienced are y'all fishing? Uh, n not at all. Not very experienced. I've done a little bit of fishing before, but not a lot. All right. Well, today we're doing some tuna fishing. And it's not 
Like, you know, uh, you know how they commercially do it. They just get a whole bunch of hooks and they, and they just kind of like go for the kill. It like doesn't matter presentation wise or whatever. They just kind of like, uh, beam them basically. It's, uh, it doesn't make for very pretty meat, but it's meat, whatever. But today I wanted to make like a little special breakfast for the family. Uh, we're going to catch a tuna. Uh, probably as big as we can get, and in particular, we're gonna try to avoid the body area. Try to aim for its head, just a nice quick kill, otherwise the body is gonna get, you know, covered in scratches, and it just doesn't very do very well on the plate. It, I, want it, I want it nice and presentable, you know? Yeah, I get you. Um... So, any other tips? Uh, don't get hit. <laughs> uh, but we got a lot of time before they come in. Uh, you gotta set these hooks up early, otherwise they, uh, they catch wind of what you're doing, you know? Wait, what? Like, like they know? I mean, anything that gets hunted is able to, you know, pick up on... Uh, things that it's seen before. You gotta outsmart them, even though they're not that, you know, smart. Like a sense they're having. Yeah. They're much more in tune with, um, with danger. So if they see you setting up a trap, they're gonna avoid it. Simple as that. And she stretches out a little bit more, puts her fins behind her head, and stretches out her legs. Did you mean tail? Yeah, but she also has, like, legs. Like, these are weird bipedal sharks. <laughs> they can also swim. I don't know. Do they swim with their tail or with their legs? They, they they swim with their whole body, but they also have, like, legs and arms. I don't know. Thinking emoji. Thinking emoji, indeed. Think. Thinking. I don't know much about myology, but it's interesting. Yeah, they've got What's pectoral that? and pelvic fins. Uh, you just, you just gotta imagine that they're longer and now also have, like, toes and hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Toes. In any case, uh, uh, she kind of motions to you guys and is like, so, what's up with you guys? Uh, you know, we're just regular guys. Just regular shark people who just move here. Look, I'm not trying to interrogate y'all. Uh, I'm off duty, and anything that you guys say, it's not gonna be on the books. Just relax a little bit. I'm trying to get to know y'all. Well, my my name is Lufmos, um, and these are my friends, Abby and Boxfire. Uh, we're just kind of truffling around, and staying in places for certain amounts of time and that's why we're here yeah the festival brings all sorts of fish around <sighs> so uh here's a question for you squall you work with the police right what led you to that kind of life mm. <sighs> eh, she leans back a little bit more uh her face is pointing way up oh that's a uh... Oh, a while back. Long ago when I was a kid, I wanted to join the militia, but, well, uh, 
Uh, that got disbanded. Apparently we're trying to move towards a more... Uh, like, merit-based instead of um, blood-based hierarchical society or some shit. So, like, instead of, you know, royalty ruling stuff, we're trying to get people who, like, know what they're doing in charge. So, instead of joining the militia, I tried uh, for, for the police force, and hey, I just kept trying until I got in. For some reason, I <laughs> gathered a reputation for being... <laughs> Sort of more of a figurehead in the police force. <laughs> and, well, it's not like I uh, didn't dislike being, you know, a center of attention and whatnot. It's just more of a... It's not like the kind of life I was looking to live. I was more or less just wanting to try to keep the peace while also trying to show my authority but as i've taken this job and i've uh lived in it in a while it's just more of a I, i've come to appreciate this town in a different light more than i uh, more than i would have had if i hadn't have joined this than the force uh, okay uh i guess i get you yeah uh, yeah we can get a little bit of a sour reputation with some people since we do have to uphold laws sometimes but um well someone with my pull and stuff I I don't know things are really messed up sometimes I I don't know how to fix it I'm not really good with a with the public and whatnot I just try to do my job the best I can but sometimes Sometimes I wonder if I'm, you know, doing my best with my job, you know? Yeah, I, I guess I get you. I guess we all feel that way sometimes. When Dad started making those laws, I, I wasn't really sure what I was going to do. Uh, it's just weird. It's just a whole radical new shift. I mean, <laughs> our society's been dealing with a royal family for years now, like... Uh, since the town began, it's weird to have, you know, elected stuff. Ah, sorry, I keep rambling on. Ah, that's alright. Like you said, we got a lot of time. Ah, that's true. Um, I don't think you guys caught it, but, uh, maybe roll insight. Because she did drop a hint on something pretty big. Okay. 13. Give me a second. But also, this government change seems like it happened pretty recently, so that's probably what it's about. Uh, 16. I got an 11. Okay. Well, Foxfire, you're actually uh, onto something, but, uh, Luthmos, you noticed that she mentioned her dad in all this? Wait, wait, wait. So your dad was royalty? Uh, yeah? God, you guys must be from far out of town. Uh, yeah, we're kind of from the middle of nowhere, you could say. So, yes. Well, my dad's the king. That's pretty cool. Well, I think it's more than just cool. I mean, that kind of makes you like a, well, I don't think I disgraced is the right word. 
I, uh, say it. Disgraced royalty? <sighs> kind of. Yeah, there's been a shift in power recently. Uh, see, I've never been too keen on politics and whatnot. Um, <laughs> you know how it is. Uh, when people and money meet, it's politics, and, well, I've never cared too much about that. It's just, you know, over well, time, Dad sort of uh, lost his pull on this on town. I can't really tell you why or how. It's really too much for me, but I mean, <laughs> look at me, it's Squall, the warrior princess. Fuck. Hmm, princess. So, technically. Well, I guess you're still, I mean, even if you're not in your your family's not in power, you're still part of royalty, so there's something. Yeah. So, who... Who made the push towards the new government? God, was it like I don't a remember. specific it wasn't like a specific faction or anything like that? Mm, yeah. It was when I was a kid. A long, long time ago. Uh, it was from the royal advisors. They started realizing um that old dad was getting a little bit too old. And well, the old rules weren't working so well for a society, and, well, <laughs> needed a change. We need somebody with a solid head on their, well, body. <laughs> I was about to say shoulders, and I was like, where sharks really, really, really don't have shoulders. Or, or neck, or anything. <laughs> Good head on their torsal region. Boy, howdy. And, well... Power just started slowly shifting over. Rules and laws started being put in place, and, well, things went over smoothly, so I can't really complain, but at the same time, you know, it's all kind of fishy, because, you know, changing in powers is always fishy. But heck. Guess it's better than a coup. <laughs> I think it was a coup. Gotta be honest. <laughs> No one was hurt. It was peaceful. I don't know. No one really cared. It needed to be done. Plus, I was like, what, a fucking newborn? What was I gonna do about it? I mean, yeah, that's true. I know what it feels like to kind of be stuck in a position because of your birth. Yeah. You guys are uh, kind of watching the hook just kind of float by because it's the only thing that's moving. And the sunlight starts to trickle in just a tiny bit, and the whole ocean just kind of lights up very slowly, starting from a deep black to a very dark purple, and you can see big silhouettes of fish coming in. Can't tell due to perspective, but they're either far away and large or really close and small far and large. Can we roll a perception check to determine which it is? Sure. That's a 17. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Nice. Alright. Okay, so uh, Abby and Luthmos, you both noticed that they're pretty fucking huge. This isn't a perspective thing. They're just very large. Like, they are the size of a submarine. That's some big tuna. Yeah. 
Dude are already really big in real life. Oh yeah, they can get to be like six or seven feet long in real life, but that's like the critically endangered one. What what was that? Was a fucking bluefish? The bluefin tuna? Yeah, bluefin tuna or something. Here, let me look up tuna real fast. I was looking it up earlier. Tasty tuna. Let's see. Yeah, the bluefin averages two meters. Uh, Atlantic bluefin tuna. 4.6 4.6 meters, or 15 feet. That's a big, big boy. God. <laughs> we keep saying stuff at the same time. <laughs> Fucking big moods all over here. Yeah, the Atlantic bluefin tuna is endangered, and the southern bluefin tuna is critically endangered. And those guys are, like, some of the biggest ones. But these guys are way bigger than that. Holy crap. Those are the biggest tuna I've ever seen in my life. And Squall sits up. Rubs her fins together. Yes. Here we go. It said breakfast, lunch, and dinner all in one. Just breakfast. With any luck, we could have it for lunch or dinner. But, uh, usually it's the young and weak ones that take these baits. It's, uh, the more trained hunters that actually go out and hunt them and, like, chase them down that get, like, the really good prime pieces, but I'm not in the mood for a chase at the current moment. You know? Yeah. They're slowly coming in, and now they're ab- above you, and you notice that their uh, undersea camouflage is actually pretty interesting. The underside of their belly matches with the sky as you're looking up, and they practically become invisible as you're looking up. But you can sense them with your ampullae of Lorenzi's and whatnots. They are Our massive life. fish! And they're all passing around that bait. And Squall's just like, come on. Come on. Somebody's hungry. I know it. For the bait. <laughs> Alright. <sighs> Probably gonna get a bite real soon. When that happens... I need you guys to hold on to that line and pull with all that you've got. Gotcha. Alright. And a couple of them pass, and you see one coming right up to it. Opens its mouth, all of a sudden just snatches into it and grabs on. She's like, pull! And she pulls. Rufus pulls as well. Pull. Roll that strength. Well, athletics check, basically. Oh no! You want an athletics check? Oh no, guys! Uh, I got a 19. 19. In athletics. Yeah. I got a 1. <laughs> oh no! Alright, so everybody but Abby pulls in all at once, um, synchronized, and Squall has her feet inside the little, uh, uh, foot holder things that she hammered in earlier. And Abby, you just go flying. You pull and you just miss on the whole thing. <laughs> Ooh. Like, just the... <laughs> the strength of the tuna uh, in the opposition of the pulling direction just, like, flings you forward and you're being... You're, 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 you're being shot straight up towards him. Oh no. Uh, uh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm in the water, so, uh, I should be able to, like, kind of use 
use the the force of the water to kind of break and try and turn around, right? You mean like swim? Yes, that. Yes, try swimming. Yes, I attempt swimming. All right. Do I roll another athletics for that, I guess? Um, so there's, I think there's literally a swim check. Uh, not anymore, not in 5th edition. Okay, so I was, yeah, I was looking at, oh, that's 3.5 edition that I'm looking at for stuff. Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, so instead, we'll go acrobatics. Okay, good. I'm better at that than I am athletics. Okay, that's much better. That's a 17. Okay, so you're able to maneuver your body well enough to uh, break a little bit, but you are close to the tuna, and the tuna is pulling hard back and kind of flubs about a little bit, um, ends up hitting the line itself and, um, like, trips itself up and, uh, everyone's pulling it in a little bit harder. Ooh, ooh, okay, so I'm close to the tuna, right? Yes. So, uh, can I, like, swim down the line and punch this fucker in the face? It, yeah, she has harpoons at the bottom for you guys to do so. Oh, neat. Uh, I guess I'll try that. Doesn't really count as a monk weapon, but that's fine. That's fine. Alright, so I make attack with Harpoon. It's gonna take you a while to get uh, down there and back up, so it's gonna take one more turn. Well, that's kind of why I just wanted to just wail on this guy with unarmed strike. You can do that too, because uh, you're not gonna get any bonuses with that Harpoon. You can definitely yeah. punch that fucker in the face. Yeah, I'll, I'll 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 just not waste a turn then, and I'll just wail on this fucker, just punch him in the face. Okay. Punch. Hey, uh, Eighteen. Eighteen to hit. Yes, that definitely hits. All right. Oh shit! I should have gotten more than one die. Hold on. <laughs> I'm a big fool. Okay. <laughs> of course, I roll minimum damage. Four damage. Four damage. So you hit him really hard, but you hit him in a kind of bony area, and um, it doesn't really notice it. All right. Well, I can use a bonus action to make one more unarmed strike. Okay. I'll do that. That's a little worse. That's a 14. Okay. Yeah, you hit it pretty well. Um, You actually hit it right on the nose this time. All right. And that time it's a... A oh. six damage. Yeah, sorry. I guess, like, the other one was a pretty good hit, but whatever. An even better hit this time. I, I mixed up. I, I thought the 14 was damage. Sorry. Oh, yeah, no, you... I, can't, I can't do that much damage th this early in one attack. Alright, so four and six damage? I punch. Oh, yeah, okay. So there's definitely some blood coming out of its nose a little bit now. And Squall's like, uh, be careful of its mouth! And, uh, she starts pulling again. Uh, she doesn't do so well since she was, uh, doing this with one hand. Uh, how about you guys? What are you guys doing? You can either pull the tuna in, or you could grab a harpoon and try to throw it at him, or you could grab a harpoon and try to fight him. Or you could fight him with whatever weapons you got. I cool. want to stab. I grab a harpoon and throw it at it. Alright. What check do I need to make? Um, it's a hit. Um, it's... I don't think that's going to be improvised weapons, because it is it is a harpoon. It is, a, like, a weapon. It's like a thrown weapon. So, I don't need to make a specific check. Just roll 
Yeah, just roll to hit. Okay, that's ten. Alright, so you actually miss on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the cool. harpoon th- uh, flies up and, like, flies past its tail and starts arcing back down. I tried. Yeah. Alright, Foxfire, what you doing? Pulling. Alright, only some athletics. 22. Hell yeah! You are one man arming this thing, and... Uh, oof. And you guys are at a stalemate. The tuna's trying to get by, um, trying to swim away, but you got a really good hold on that rope. Nice. You're and, gonna need a better tuna. And Abby. Alright, here I am again. I'm gonna do what I did the first time and punch the shit out of this thing. Alright, first attack is an 18. Alright, that hits. Dealing four damage. Okay. Second attack is a 21. Mm-hmm. Dealing another four damage. Okay, cool. And the tuna turns around and is gonna try to bite you. Uh-oh. <sighs> okay, that is a 22 to hit. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, that definitely hits me. Alrighty. And... Let's see here. That does nine damage. Oof. Dead. And target is grappled, and until the grapple ends, target is restrained. Oh dear. What does restrained do exactly? Uh, restrained or restrained creature's speed becomes zero and it can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and an attack, uh, the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. The creature has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. So basically, if there are other things attacking you, they would have advantage on you, and your attacks on it have disadvantage now, and you have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Great! And Squall's like, shit! F. F. Alright. Now Squall sees this shit go down, and she's just like, aw, I ain't having this today. She swims up. Uh... I think I'm going to swim up as well and grab another harpoon. Yeah, she lets go of the rope, and Foxfire, you, see, you feel a jolt of all that weight gone from uh, Squall holding onto it. Oh boy. And she swims up like, uh, Scrawny kid, get your feet in that foothold. You're not going to move that well. Just get in there. I, I think I will help Foxfire pull on the rope. And Squall gets out her special spear. Mmm. Oh yeah, she hits real well with that thing. Ooh yeah, it hits the side of the face and um, kind of pierces like above the eye. Were I a more either stupid or smart GM, I could tell you the bones of the fish. I know it might be the lacrimal bone, but I think that's behind the eye. Uh, yeah, she does a hefty amount of damage to it. Luthmos, it's your go. You're helping to hold down the rope? Yeah, I'm gonna help uh, hold down the rope. Alright, roll me that uh, athletics. 19. Yep, you hold it down real well. Uh, Foxfire, what you doing? Same thing, 18. I was right, it is lacrimal. Also frontal. Anyways. I needed to know! Uh, but you guys do really well. You hold down that rope. 
Oh yeah, that fish, um, after being hit in the head with that spear is very distracted, and you guys, despite it being uh, thrashing about and such, you're able to hold it. Alrighty. Now, Abby, you are inside the mouth of a fish. Oh no. You're what cur- can I do? Well, you're currently grappled. Let it, take you- Let it take you to a city. Spend like three days in its stomach. Oh no, it's Jonah and the whale. Oh, okay. And Larry the cucumber, whoever the fuck got swallowed by it in the Veggie Tail version. I don't remember. Who's a, who's fucking Pinocchio's dad? Your your Pinocchio's Geppetto. dad. Geppetto, you're Geppetto. Me, Geppetto, guys. Anyways, what you can do is you can attack, or you can try to escape the grapple. Okay, and what check is it to escape the grapple? Please remind me. Um, it is, it's a acrobatics check, but you have disadvantage on acrobatics checks, just to remind you. Mm. Well, I have disadvantage on attacking, too, so. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Just trying to think of what my best option here would be. I guess since I am still in this thing's mouth, it can still attack me. If I get attacked again, I will probably go unconscious, so the best action would probably be to escape. So I will escape the grapple and roll acrobatics to disadvantage. That's pretty good. So the first roll was a 21. Second roll is a, oh, an 8. Ooh, you do not make that uh, escaping of the grapple. Fuck. Yeah. And now it's Fish's turn. I'm uh, gonna die. God, bye, guys. Can't believe Abby got forward. I can't believe Abby's fucking dead in Shark World. Yep. What happens next is, yeah, you get swallowed. And you're now blinded and restrained instead of grappled. Oh, boy. And you take some acid damage every turn. Oh, great. I'm gonna die. You get... Two acid damage! <laughs> Two whole damage. I'm still alive. I still alive. Well, I'm blinded and restrained, so I'm not grappled anymore. So that means I can make attacks again. So that's and good, I think. Technically, sharks have blind sense, so you're good. Oh, okay. So I'm just restrained, is the thing. Yeah. But yes, start of the round again. We got. Squall swimming in. Taking your spear out and stabbing it in once more. Oh no. Uh, for some reason, taking it out and trying to stab it back in makes her miss. And it kind of just um, slides off of the slimy skull of his. And she curses. And fuck! And she tries to go again for another attack. Oh, she crit fails! Uh-oh! No! Uh-oh! So she's swimming back and she's coming, ramming in for another attack. And that fish has its mouth open. And uh, Foxfire and Abby, you've got one turn to do something or else Squall's going in. Oh, fuck. Do you mean Foxfire and Luthmos? I mean Foxfire and Luthmos. My bad. Yes. And Abby, um... <laughs> Abby this is the scene that you're watching. Well, I would be if I wasn't in a fucking fish stomach. You're you're just almost there. Yeah. Maybe when a ray of light comes through the stomach, be in a mouthful. Lufos uh, is gonna let go of the rope and try to attack the thing with uh, a harpoon. 
Okay. Are you swimming into it or are you throwing it? Swimming into it. Okay. Make that attack. Uh, I don't need to make a, a specific check, right? Because it's an improvised weapon. It's not really an improvised weapon. It's more of like a lance. Like, improvised weapon okay. to me is more like a chair or perhaps like a rock. Okay. Yeah, you're a fighter. A harpoon is still technically a weapon, so you should still get perfect. Oh, yeah. Um, if Duh, if you've got like martial or simple weapons proficiency, then that counts. Okay, yeah, you're good. Like, okay. A harpoon is basically a spear, which is a simple weapon. Yeah, so if you got swim simple weapons proficiency, then you're good. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, I got that. I got proficiency in that, so that's a 17. All right, yes, you do hit it. Uh, roll me that damage. What nine? Do oh, I right. Need to... it, I have the damage on that. <laughs> uh, you do. Uh, it's a d6 plus your strength. Oh, that's a six. Nice. Okay. Yeah, you hit it in its face really well, and the harpoon is sticking into him. Um. It kind of moves ahead a little bit, but not by a lot. Squall is still swimming in, uh, despite her failure, her, her her crit fail. She's getting prepared to be bitten because Oof. she crit failed. All right, Oof. Foxfire, your only hope. Magic missile time. Oh yeah, boy. You're gonna have to let go of the rope to do that. Oh boy. So I look. Well, like the, rope. the best thing about this, though, is that at least Miss Magic Missile Ma Magic Missile is a, a sure hit. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. And plus, I have a plus five modifier for spells. So fun. Wait, is that to hit or to damage? To hit. We're not. We're only level two, Vivian. <laughs> was, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It sure think... hits him. Oh, it sure hits him. Yeah, I can tell you that already. It's I, it's like I'm psychic and I know that magic missile hits. <laughs> Six. Six damage? Nice. On how many hits? Uh, I believe at this level, magic missile only has one hit. Okay. It has one d4 for e uh, plus one force damage. Uh, oh shoot, so nine then, right? How many magic missiles did you shoot? Three. Okay, cool. Thank you. All right. Oh. Okay, uh, these hit his face really hard all at once, and jerks back, and now that the rope is out of the way, and, like, free and open, and, like, it doesn't have anybody holding him back anymore, he starts swimming in, and bite Squall. <laughs> Ooh, that's a nasty hit. Oh no. Oof. Uh... And bites her leg as she's trying to come in for a spear and uh, catches her leg as she's trying to swim past. And Abby, you are inside the stomach area. I'm in the fish belly. You're in the belly of the fish. I, I could have probably looked up if tuna have those weird extra set of teeth at the back of their throat like some fish do, but I'm not going to because I don't want that to happen to you. Uh, um... I, I, I'm i getting enough damage per turn as it is. Yep. You so get. I'm in this fish belly. You so get three acid damage. Ouchie. I only have like one turn to live. 
Uh-oh. Maybe two. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I can Uh-oh. I can still I can still attack, right? Uh you're it's yeah, you you can. You've just got disadvantage cuz you're restrained. That's fine. I'm 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 going to try and do something. I'm not I'm not going to go down without a fight. Uh so okay. So, um here's a question. Uh from what I remember, when we warped into this world, we um we have all our items. They're just like converted to things that are like appropriate for the setting, right? Absolutely. Okay, good. So I still have my short sword. So I'm gonna fucking pull out my short sword. I'm gonna try and slice this guy open from the inside. Go for it. All right. Yeah. Thirteen plus five is eighteen. I hit this bitch. Well, you've got disadvantage on attacks. Oh fuck! Yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, does a twelve still hit? Uh, yes. Well, you're inside of its fleshy, gushy blackness. Okay. Yes. No, stop. <laughs> okay. Uh, ideal six damage with the sword. Yeah, inside the boar zone, you stab Eight. that motherfucker in the stomach, real good. Like, what did you do? Seven. Six. Six. Ooh. Perfect damage, actually. Oh, good. Nice. As you stab it, um, suddenly, like, the whole body sort of just, like, relaxes, as if, um, it's lost consciousness and can't handle the pain that's being put through anymore, and... So as if it dies? Yeah, technically dead, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, it's dead. Technically dead, whatever. (laughs) It's dead, kids. Yeah, he's dead. You did a good job. Awesome. So I slice through this motherfucker so I can get out. Yeah. And Squall's like, God damn it! Oh, well that was just a disaster. Ah, uh, You messed up the meat on the belly! Come on, man, I was- I was about to die! Ah, you would've been Don't fine. Don't you think that's a bit more important? You would've been fine. Man, he got a real nasty bite on my leg, though. Ugh. Oh, he's gonna be a delicious breakfast, I can tell you that. Oh, man. Oh, man. I ho- oh, oh, what if we got a female? Oh! Oh! I'm hoping we got a female. Oh, man. Uh, let's oh, cut this thing open, see if it's got eggs. Okay. Well, I mean, we're partway there. Yeah, you see her slide right into that meat flesh. Uh, she's get she gets one of the bioluminescent orbs and sticks it in there. She's like, you can hear her muffled. She pulls out like a couple of these eggs, and there's like these really big uh, orange orbs, and she's just popping them in, like, oh, oh, yeah, this is this is a breakfast. This is a breakfast that you can't enjoy unless you've killed, you know? Crack them open. Food tastes better when you work for it. Hell yeah. Let me try one of those eggs. Yeah, she throws a couple to you guys, and she's like, here, here, Abby, you're the star of the show. Take some. <laughs> if you insist. I eat that row. Hell yeah, it is delicious. Like, the fattiness to you is just so beautiful and just falls off your tongue like nectar. Nom nom nom. I don't remember. It just like pops open in your mouth. It's just got a little bit of saltiness to it, but it's mostly just like 
the goop inside is just mm, divine. It's like those um bobas you get in boba tea, but it's the umami version. Yeah. Umami. Ooh, mama. Ooh, mommy, this is some, uh, unfertilized fish babies. Delicious babies. Well, okay, I guess I can close out the, uh, <laughs> D&D class list, because I was really afraid for a second there. I was like, okay, I guess I'm rolling a new character somehow. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I have things planned in case anybody dies. <laughs> oh, I don't like the sound of that, Vivian. <laughs> Okay, so uh, she gets the rope, she hooks him back down, she pulls him uh, to the ground, and she's like, yeah, let's bring this thing, thing in for breakfast. Breaky. Yep, and she brings it into the castle, she orders some of the uh, chefs to slice it up real good, they're looking at the hole in the belly, and they're like, come on, she's like, it's whatever, it's fine, and... They're preparing it now, and she's setting up a table. It's like this very- it's a pretty long table. Um, and there's two other sharks coming, walking in, and they have some pretty cute, fancy robes on. They got a little bit of frill to them, uh, a little bit more ribbon than your average robe, and they're giggling and gossiping among themselves. Hmm. What do you think they're talking- what do you think they're talking about? That's a good question. Let's listen in. Let's roll that perception check. I got an 18. I got a 15. Um, they're talking about like fashion and stuff and Fish. local hot new trends in the area. They're like, oh my god, you know, uh, they should probably use more glitter sand for, you know, some of those models. I feel like it really bring out their complexion, but like, um... It can be really easy to make it look too gaudy, you know? And the other one's like, I really think that it would be a good idea to use the glitter sand, because I think it is so cute. Most popular girls in school. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, those two are my sisters, Rainy and Sprinkle. <sighs> Well, uh, Rainy and Sprinkle, these are, uh, some of my, um, temporary co-workers, as it would be. Uh, hey there. They're like, oh my gosh, hi! That one's like, yeah, what is up? Uh, I almost got killed by a tuna this morning. That's what's up. Oh my god, Squall, you can't just kill everybody that you meet. Squall's like, I don't. I, I don't do it on purpose. And I was like, I mean, Squall was the one that saved me, not the one that killed me. <laughs> oh my god. Did she really make you go out and fight Tuna with her? She is a wild one, isn't she? Oh my gosh. I can't believe you guys survived. It was a, it was a good catch. You got a good old Tuna female with eggs. Oh my god, you guys got a female? Oh my god! <laughs> that sounds fantastic! Oh my god, I have been craving some row like none other. Yeah, I think we still got some left. Oh my god, you better! Do we have some left? I was like, of course we do. I eat all the Good. room. 
I do not. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't really stop you, but like, you're, you're surrounded by sharks. I joke. We're also sharks. I'm joke. I don't eat all the. I leave one of them and throw it off in the air like a volleyball and let them scramble after it. Also joking. <laughs> try to catch it in your mouth. Yeah, you could try that. The uh, the chefs are bringing out the food. I do that then. Absolutely. Roll me some uh, acrobatics. Or sleight of hand if you feel so inclined to do so. Okay, well, they both have the same modifier, so it doesn't go well. Let me just preface that. <laughs> you drop it on the floor. <laughs> yeah, you toss it in the air, and something with, like, you know, it being in water instead of air, because every time I've been saying air, I should have been saying water this whole time. Whoops. Um, It just kind of, like, floats there a little bit, and you're, like... With your mouth open, and everyone's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, that's fire, Fox. He's Foxfire. Okay, your name is fucking killing me. He's a little uncoordinated. Hi, this is Firefox, my friend Foxfire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Foxfire is a silly one. Aren't you? Yeah. Oh my god, we have been looking to employ a new jester. Oh my god, you can't just ask everybody if they want to be a jester. It's kind of rude. I'm gonna uh, have to decline politely. Yeah, and the food's all set up by now. Um, And a couple of servants are walking in with a... Well, it's not so much like a wheelchair, more like um. What are those things called that they carry uh people in? What? Huh? What? What do you mean what they carry people in? You know, like those things with like the four people on the corners and Oh, they... a palanquin. Yeah, a palanquin. There's um some servants with a, you with a palanquin and they're swimming down and they lower down the man that you saw on the balcony yesterday. The the one with the big poofy green robes, I believe I described. The one that wasn't speaking with the one that was speaking, you know, like the tall one, you know, you know. The king? Yes. This is the king. The king. It is, in fact, the king. Wow. And uh, the palanquin kind of like folds down into a big throne. And uh, another servant walks up with a plate of meat that is definitely not the tuna that you just caught. Places it down in front of him. And brings him a bag of some other sort of liquid that you haven't seen before. Because, well, I mean, like, they would be drinking out of goblets if this was fucking land people. But no, this is shark land, so they're all in bags. <laughs> in Canada, milk comes in bags. It, yeah. They're all Canadian. <laughs> yeah, we were in Canada the whole time. Shark Canada. That's the twist for this one. Uh, the twist for this one is much different. In any case. Um, but we're in Canada though, right? No, uh, you're actually yeah. in a more subtropical region because that's where more sharks are. Okay, if I roll, can we get Canada? Canada is dolphin land. <laughs> you sound so distressed. I I'm sorry. You you'll, you'll meet a Canadian shark, don't worry. Oh boy. Um, but yes. The king is at the head of the table. Um, you guys are seated further, way further down on the other end. 
Um, it seems that he's being met with a bunch of servants and they're serving him various things. And he's just kind of sitting there, kind of with like a, a doll eye look to him. And uh, Rainy and Sprinkle continue to chat. They're like, oh my god, so like, what kind of seas are you guys from? Like, Squall never ever tells us any of her friends stuff. So like, this is like a rarity. So you're gonna have to spill all of the beans. Well, you know, it's uh, not much to say. It's such a tiny backwater part of the ocean that... You know, nobody's really ever heard of it unless you're from there. Oh, so you're like some country folk. Oh my god. Like, do you like farm kelp? Yep. Yeah. We knew a lot of people back then that back there that did that. But we got kind of bored of it. So we went and we decided we wanted to move to the city. Squall leans over to you and kind of like just eyes you over and she's just like... Yeah, sure. Shaking her head and just kind of groaning and kind of laughing to herself. Like, <sighs> I don't know where I found you guys. Well, practically picked us up from the gutter, didn't you? Yep. No idea what we were doing, did we, guys? Nope, not at all. Not a, not a one. Abby slowly thinks to herself, wait, do they have sewer systems? Do they have gutters? They might not have gutters. Oh, well. They, they don't. Oops. <laughs> oh, well. Gutters kind of rely on gravity. Then you yeah. know water. Whatever. It's fine. They understand. They picked it up from context. They're like, oh, it's probably a country thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. You guys are so interesting. So, like, um, like, if you guys are Squalls' friends, like, her first friends in, like, forever... Can you, like, do us a favor? Oh, what's that? You should totally just, like, take her out shopping sometime. Like, she never goes out for anything fun nowadays. It's all work. She needs to relax a little. <laughs> yeah, I think we could swing that. I'm oh, sure, uh... Oh my god. Luthmus has a lot in common with her, so... I mean, there's a reason why I do work all the time. It's because there's a lot of work to be done. Oh my god, Squall, you need to learn how to, like, let loose. Well, when we find the time for it, we can do something with Squall. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Speaking of which, after... After this, Squall, what, where to next? Well, next, uh, I'm gonna have you guys infiltrate um, a meeting area for the porpoises. Um, I need you guys to scout out and try to figure out what they're doing there, and... Well, after that, uh, we're, gonna, we're just gonna see how that goes. Um, that That's our only lead. We're, we've been able to figure out uh, where they're meeting next, but I'm hoping that we'll find another lead when we get there. Alright, gotcha. Unlike Tuna, these guys are really hard to hook. And, uh, <laughs> they're both like, Oh my god, you can't keep talking about work when you were at the table. Like, it's always like, um, dolphins this, and like, porpoises that. Like, do you ever have time to, you know, like, talk about celebrities? Like, 
Have you heard the latest goss? Yeah, didn't you hear that, like, Cinnabar is, like, you know, you know, you know Cinnabar. Like, you can't have, like, been anywhere that's anything and not know who Cinnabar is. Uh, apparently, he's been messing around with somebody else's mermaid purses. Like, isn't that, like, the most controversial thing you have ever heard, ever? I mean, I guess. I don't really know who that is. Oh my god, you don't know who Cinnabar is? They're only, like, the best singer and dancer under the water. Gosh. Well, we're kind of from the countryside, so we don't get we don't, all the hot stuff we that don't got fast. Music there. Oh my god, you poor souls. Squall, you need to culture these folks! Gosh. Yeah, I guess we do got some... Some learning to do. You guys want to roll a perception check? Sure. Never mind, I dropped my dice. Uh, 18. All right. There we go. Yeah, I also got an 18. Fox Fire. It's Firefox. <laughs> Fuck you. No, it's Internet Explorer. Oh shit, you're right. Bing, no. roll your dice! 13. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, you, you don't notice, but Abby and Luthmos, um, Look over, back over to the king for a little bit. And the servants are feeding him. He's not really moving a whole bunch. I kind of tilt my head, and I kind of lean in close to Squall, and I whisper, Something wrong with your dad. You okay? Everybody, like, suddenly goes very silent. Squall leans back in. <sighs> it's not really something we should discuss right here, but uh, maybe later. Sorry, I was just a little concerned. She looks down and back at her meal and continues eating. And, uh, Rainy and Sparkle are like, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, no big deal. It's fine. It's fine. We get questions about that, like, all the time. Paparazzis are always interested in our lives. Oh, yeah, I, uh, I guess I can understand that. And the meal continues. You guys have some fucking delicious tuna. Like, this is the most freshest, most pure, delicious chunk of meat ever. It's just fatty and mm, scrumbushes. Like, it, it, it just melts in your mouth. You don't even have to chew because, fuck man, you're a fucking shark. You don't chew. What is this, fucking land? Nah. You swallow that thing in nice, swallowable bits, and the satisfaction when it hits your tummy is just, mm, the toppest of food tears that you've ever tasted, ever. Yeet. And so everyone starts uh, settling out from the table, um, Rainy and Spark are like, so, uh, if you ever, like, you know, like, wanna hang out, like, we're gonna be out shopping later, in case you guys, like, wanna come with and like ditch Squall that funny daddy <laughs> and Squall's like yeah well I mean we 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 have work to do so no ah we'll think about it we will see how much time we have left after work and a couple of the servants uh, unfold the palanquin and swim back up with him and as soon as he's, like, out of the room 
and like far off into the hallway she turns to you guys and she's like look i'm sorry i haven't talked much about him uh i, I keep forgetting that you guys aren't really familiar with um the situation going on and whatnot it, 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 to be honest it's not really been public either it's just well so because it's public i not public i want you guys to you know keep it this on the down low as well it's just the king's not really been himself for years lately dad's been distant uh but we saw him speak like earlier yesterday he seemed okay that wasn't him that was the speaker the royal speaker so wait, uh, out of character, just for clarification, was he just kind of present there but didn't speak? Or... Yes, he was present there and wasn't speaking. Okay, I see. Oh, so back in character. Oh, I, I gotcha. So did that happen after something? Is that why you said that the the government kind of slipped? The town wasn't under his control no more? Look, I don't know when it happened it's just been like that since i was a kid i i don't know just he i mean he just he he just doesn't talk anymore he, he used to a little bit but uh it's like he's just gone hmm. i'm sorry about that i didn't wanna i guess i sometimes can be a little insensitive but it's it's fine um it's something that I need to come to terms with, so I should probably talk about it some more, but there's not really many people I could talk to this about. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, let's just focus on the mission, alright? Okay. Alright, so corpus infiltration. Yep. So, in order to do this, we're gonna need disguises. We're gonna have to talk to old Granny down in the basement. Old Granny? Yeah. Uh, she's a Greenland shark. Oh. Is she a skies maker or something like that? Ah, uh, that's one of her things she could do. She, uh, brings you down deep within the castle. As you go further and further down, it looks like it's been, um carved out of the rock itself like the stuff on top looks like it was built off onto sand and stuff but underneath it's all rock and seems much more ancient in design and architecture um like there's a lot different characters that you're not able to place like the lettering is very old and weird shaped you know and there's portraits on the wall of sharks that you don't really, like, recognize from the top layers and whatnot. Statues that are older. Everything seems a little bit more ancient. And uh, as you get further and further down, like, the lines, there's accent lines on many things that glow a deep blue. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, as you get further into the castle dungeon area, it's, well... Well, it's older, basically. I I don't know the history of this place all that well, sorry. And she brings you to this uh, room. It seems like it's got a lot of cool uh, decorations in the front, like uh, various cloths that kind of flutter in the 
water breeze, whatever fuck you call that. I don't know, fucking stream, fucking the the, the flow of the water. And there is little bioluminescent bulbs and such hanging everywhere. Uh, she opens the door, and the inside is full of all these jars of all these weird creatures. Um, they're all various sea creatures and whatnot, but none of them are fish, except for a couple, like, you know, things that you might be able to recognize, like a puffer fish or a lionfish or a stonefish. Those are some of the few that you might be able to recognize, but all the other ones are very strange, and you would never have seen them. And the inside is also decorated with some of the same sort of cloth that flutters in the current a little bit as well. Uh, same with the uh, little bulbs and whatnot of bioluminescence. And parting a little bead curtain is a very rough-looking shark with uh, long purplish robes with bronzish accents on it. And they've got a weird thing dangling out of their eye and kind of wiggles around as she looks at y'all. And she sees you guys and she's just like, Oh, Squall, hey, you've brought some friends? Squall's like, Yeah, yeah, Granny Foam. Um, Yeah, we got a mission. We need some disguises. And... Granny is like, oh, so what sort of um, fun little mission are you going on, dear? Well, we're infiltrating a porpoise base and we're hoping that you've got some, you know, some disguises to make sure that we don't get recognized and such. Probably be good. Uh... Squall, dear, are you feeling all right? I... I... It's been a long day. It's hardly noon. Uh, if I may, uh, perhaps Squall is a little concerned about the thing hanging out of your face. Uh, not, not, not really. Um, she's had that since forever. Oh, whoops. Oh, it's quite all right. It's, uh... <laughs> it attracts quite a lot of attention, doesn't it? I... I <laughs> uh, you could consider it jewelry if it wasn't so gruesome. <laughs> ah, yes, uh, I've never seen anything quite like that before. I mean, to be fair, uh, it got bitten in her leg when we were tuna hunting. Oh no, you went out tuna hunting once again? Dear Squall, you know you should probably uh, take some precautionary measures. I have uh, quite the apothecary for such an occasion. I uh, appreciate the offer, but no. Really? That's a shame. Well, okay, I'll bring out your... <sighs> what you need. A couple of disguises for porpoise and infiltration. We've got a couple of robes that should uh, decrease wanted attention towards you. Uh, we have some masks that will um, shift your face to make it seem like it's more um, rounded and more porpoise-like. 
Try not to wear these in public, though. I imagine that you'd actually attract unwanted attention instead of trying to blend in. Is, uh, is there anything else that you'd like? And Squall's just looking around, just, no, I, I really don't. I'm fine. And um, you notice in the lineup of masks that she has, like, she's pulled out, like, a box of max masks. Um, and she pulled out four for you guys. And in the pile of masks in the back, there's one that you actually recognize. Oh. It's got, um, a bunch of wooden slates just kind of, like, tied into it strangely. Like, a bunch of, like, tiny wooden, like, scales, basically. Hmm. Where have we seen that before? I'm not saying that out loud. I'm just musing out of character. Thinking emoji. That's the masks full wears at the spaceship, right? Yeah, it is. Ah, uh, okay. Then, uh, since we can see it, it's visible. Uh, Granny, I got a question for you. Yes. I pointed the mask in the back. What's that for? Oh, that. Oh, um. Well, I do believe that is a... Oh, that mask. It's a protection from elements mask. Uh, why do you ask? Oh, I, I don't know. It just kind of stood out to me, I guess. And she eyes you over with her one good eye and looks back at Squall for a little bit. You've picked up some interesting people, haven't you? Huh? Yeah, we're from the countryside. Uh, go ahead and roll me a perception check. Sure. That is a 14. I also got a 14. 19. Okay, Foxfire, you do notice that in one of the jars, um, it's a jar near the counter and stuff for the checkout counter. It's this thin, black, stringy-looking stick, basically. It's got a card in front of it, and it says it's Black Coral. And something about it, like, uh, that is something that you recognize. Something I recognize? Yeah. Is it arms? Well, yeah, you kind of recognize that as the squall's arms that you remember, but it's not the arms at all. It's it's just got, like, the same texture and, like, the same quality of stringiness to it. Think emoji. Hmm. what that black coral do, though? Um, Granny Foam is... Kind of sips back and is like, you want that? Goodness dear, that's uh, very expensive. But what is it? Well, it is a black coral. It's um, extremely rare. It grows very slowly. And, well, this uh, particular strain I've helped cultivate. And uh, I, I would only use it in emergency situations. It's... Very useful, I'd say, but it's more of a um, last-ditch effort, to be honest. I I wouldn't recommend it for what you're about to do. Hmm. Okay. Here's a thought. Um, but there are other ways for the porpoises to perhaps single us out. You have any porpoise hormones? Por porpoise hormones? I, I believe I could, uh... Find something similar to that, indeed. Yes, I um, I think I can find something. Give me, a, give me quite a moment. Uh, I, I'll get that prepared for you. 
All right, thank you. She goes into her back room, and Squall looks over at you guys and like, what are you doing pointing out the, the black coral? Are, are you trying to do some jewelry shopping here? No. I just saw it, and it looked interesting. 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 Because, well, look, I'm going to be honest. You guys aren't from a podunk town, I can tell. Uh, but you guys don't have to tell me where you guys are from. I understand a little bit of secrecy among friends, but it's just, you know, if if there's something you need to tell me, you should probably tell me. Abby kind of sighs and she says, well, all right, I will tell you that we definitely know who knew who you were before you were introduced to us. But as to how, I'm not sure if you told us if you'd even believe it, because it's just so far-fetched. Sometimes even I'd hardly believe it. Mm. It's incredibly difficult to explain. Well, just so you know, we we don't have, like, any any bad intentions or anything. Yeah, we're if actually, anything, we want to help actually you. Here, yeah, we're here to help you. We're still, we still want to help you on the mission that we're on now. We just, as far as why, is perhaps more difficult to understand and explain for both of us. Hmm. Okay, I believe you. I guess one more thing that would be good for you to know is uh, where we are from. Uh, we're not normally sharks. Uh, the whole place kind of wiggles around just a little bit. Ah. All right, I forgot about that. Yeah. I was I was trying kind of testing the waters to see. It's fine. What would you, set that off. You could test off the waters. It's good. Spaceship. Yeah, it wiggles. Yeah, there's some things also that we're not allowed to tell you. Is the other thing. No, oh, I understand. Some sort of magic thing. Oh, magic. Well, maybe this goes deeper than I thought. It certainly does. But I'm not sure how much it really has to do with the porpoises, if at all. If maybe your mind is going there. Hmm. We're just, I don't know, I guess you could say we're just a group of three people tugged along by fate. I know that sounds vague, but probably the best way I can explain it without being blocked. She kind of giggles and side-eyes you a little bit and puts her arms on the counter and sits back and ah, fate fate's a bitch and that's where I'm gonna end session <laughs> good, good ending yes perfect who can truly say what's fated for our finny friends I know and you've got to hand it to me it's hard to not spill the beans but soon you will know too on the next Chronicles of Starlight.